Warning! What follows is a story of monsters, madness, and mayhem. I am Nick. I'm Zach. Welcome to Weird and Feared, a barely educational podcast that aims to enlighten, entertain, and expand your world. That's bad. Yeah, I messed that up. It's Just fine. Be, being impromptu. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, we can, you know. No, it's in, this is Because in. it's like in my blood. Like I could do the same. I mean, I have. Uh-huh. Consistent cadence. It's consistently close. For like. Typically. For like four years, it's consistently yeah. <laughs> and close. And all of a sudden, you're throwing me for a loop. It's just, ah, time to get freaky. Yeah. It's October. Let's get spooky. Yeah, let's, let's mix it up. Yeah, mix it up. Get like it. you're mixing up all that Halloween candy yeah. with razor blades. Whoa. Whoa. Don't do that. Mm-mm. That's naughty talk. It's a no-no. No. <laughs> I want that as some kind of shirt. Razor blades and candy. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. That's a no-no. All right. Yeah. Bodie, California. Okay. It's a town located east of the Sierra Nevada mountain range in Monto- Mono County, California. Exciting. Back in the 1800s, when mining began to decline along the western slope of the Sierra Nevada mountains, people began to check out the eastern slope. You know, maybe there's gold on that side. Makes sense. Simple deduction. This is running low. Let's go, let's go explore where yeah. we have yet to go. One prospector, uh, W.S. Bodie, uh, discovered a... Some gold out in a place that is now called Bodie Bluff. This was in 1859. So this guy's like a big deal to the area. The man died in a snowstorm that <sighs> very winter. Oh my God. <laughs> so he left an impression. Yeah, he did leave an impression. His terrible death. Yeah. His tragic demise. Yeah, we'll name this place after that guy. Um. Yeah, I mean, that's basically what happened. What was <laughs> like, his last name again? Bodie. Bodie. Yeah, good old Bodie. Just couldn't take it. Yeah. So he found some gold, yeah. which at the time was the thing to find. I mean, I'd still be <laughs> pumped if I found it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think gold still matters. But, yeah. Eventually, a couple years later, after he discovered it, people yeah. started coming out. You know, Bodie found gold here. He didn't make it through the winter after he found it, but he found gold, so... Just imagine your death being so traumatic. It's just like, yeah, that's Nick's River. He fucking drowned in it. I mean, it was more of like a landmark, I think. Oh, just like, as you're going by, like, oh, Bodie died over there. Yeah, so Bodie Bluff. Got it. And then it became... A thing. The town of Bodie. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, All right. so, 1861, Yeah. the Bunker Hill Mine... Uh, was established along with a mill and the camp 
grew to only about 20 miners. Okay. But it became known as Bodie at that point. And it remained pretty much just a small encampment okay. for around uh, a little over 15 years, 17 years, I think. All right. And at that point, the mine had changed hands. You know, people were like, oh, we didn't strike it rich. Sell to the next person. Get a sucker. You know, I want out type yeah. thing. The mining days was pretty wild. Yes. It was uh, sold in, I think it was 1877, to a new buyer, and it was changed to the Standard Mining Company. Then ended up finding a significant vein of gold ore. Great, kind of what they were hoping for. Yeah, so... Somebody, you know, their investment finally paid off. Profits rose <laughs> incredibly. Of course they did. Uh, and we got a boom town. We did get a boom town. So. This shit's been in the earth for millions of years. Yeah. Now we got it. Yep. Let's make some money. And people want it. Yeah, they do. And people need work. They do. So the population soared from around 20 to about 5,000. Okay, it's a lot. Within uh, what time span? Like, just real, like, within that year? Real fast? Basically a year. Jesus. Yeah, yeah right? So that's a good... I'm sure they had enough infrastructure in place for that amount of people, and I'm sure that was fine for the town. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, over the next 25 years, about $15 million worth of gold would come out of that mine. It's just insane. However, during that winter, the 78-79, the citizens that, as you stated, their infrastructure was not all there, maybe. Nope, nope, maybe not. Encountered a particularly savage winter. Oh, no. And hundreds died from exposure as well as disease. Uh, it got so bad at times that mules were freezing to death out on the roads. Oh, my God. So I can't. I'm guessing cold snaps and yeah, um, you know, just bad winter stuff in the mountains. So there were also accidents uh, with falling timber and mines, and it said a explosion of a powder magazine took a bunch of lives. But I don't. I tried to look into that a little bit more, and I couldn't really find out what that means exactly. My only guess, based on nothing, is that like they had a place full of a bunch of gunpowder just in case and it just exploded, or combustible materials for mining, or yeah, or they tried to blow a hole in something and didn't do it right and just blew a bunch of people up instead. And it blew a hole in themselves. Yeah, great. Um, people continued to flood in though in seventy nine, eighteen seventy nine, uh, and by the end of the year. It was, some say eight thousand, some say ten thousand. So people in the town. Yeah. Okay. And about two thousand buildings were erected over the uh, time. Uh, Just imagine how busy that would be. Yeah. Nothing would. I mean, nothing stopped. I mean, we went from twenty people to just. Just here we are. Just let's a, go. Nothing prepared for anybody. 
resources not ready for anyone to be around. Oh, and we'll get into a little bit more of that, too. Um, <sighs> because... And everybody living in each other's shit because there's nowhere for anything to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, the town had 30 gold mines. Okay. Uh, I've heard... I read different accounts. Some of them may have embellished. Sure. Uh, but there were numerous saloons. Uh, some said every other building on the strip was a saloon. Was a saloon. I like it. A bunch of brothels. I like that too. Gambling I guess. halls. It seemed real pro brothel <laughs> yeah, there. Real, I should have questioned that a little bit more. <laughs> well, yeah, cool. Yeah. Saloons, brothels. Oh, brothels, nice. That awesome. <laughs> Great. Well, I mean. I mean, not bad. That's fine. But I mean, you're just a little too enthused about it. I just was surprised at my excitement. Yeah. Oh yeah, these brothels. Well, what you see? How you feel about opium dens? I mean, fine, sure. Yeah. So. Isn't that freedom? Might like, just be free to do what you want. Isn't that the idea? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Freedom to be in a brothel or an opium den. Be in your opium den. Go from one to the other. Then just. Stumble into a saloon. Which one? There's two of them right next to each other. The smart guy would be the guy who like puts them all together. It's just this wonderful experience. <laughs> yeah. You want to get a drink, hang out with this hooker, and, you know. Smoke some opium. Have some opium. Oh, you want to look for gold later, too? Yeah. Oh, well, you can play cards in the next room, too. Oh, yeah, we get gambling over here, but if you go upstairs, you know, it's a brothel, so. All right. Yeah. Well, there was also multiple breweries uh, that were supposedly running day and night to I, keep up with demand. I bet. Yeah, yeah. And Because you know these miners, that, oh, sorry, I was going to say they're coming in at weird hours whenever they come out of their oh, mining this, holes. I can't imagine that this city is ever quiet. No. Uh, whiskey was brought in to town in massive quantities. So... Bodie soon, soon earned a reputation for violence and lawlessness. Checks out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it became so bad that the killings were daily, and there was always uh, robberies, street fights, uh, holdups. Everybody's broken drunk. Yeah, everybody's... What is the quote that... Here, let me, I, I had something. Yeah. And unfortunately, I couldn't put it into my document. Yeah, so Bodhi had an unusual number of what we used to call bad men. Oh, just the term we had. Desperate, violent characters from everywhere who lived by gambling, gunfighting, stage robbing, and other questionable means. Are they bad men or are they cool guys? I mean, they're cool to me now. I probably wouldn't want to live in a town of 5,000 of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ten, maybe 10,000? Oh, my God. I was just hoping. But that quote is from a Joe Nickel on an investigative files gotcha. article. I was just hoping, like, the five other thousand were, like, just, like, other people that... But, yeah, most of them probably were just these belligerent, gold-starved men. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bodhi was more widely known for its lawlessness than for its riches. Of course. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, news travels fast about violence and aggression and killings. We know that 
even today. A reverend in 1881 described it as a sea of sin lashed by the tempests of lust and passion. It's, people just talk differently back then. I mean, that's yeah. very eloquent and sounds totally accurate. Mm-hmm. And there is also a quote that is attributed to a little girl. Um, but like, what the fuck did she see? Like what? a three-year-old. Okay, so what did she say? This, when yeah. I give you the quote, it's, it doesn't seem like a three-year-old ever said this, but the it became a kind of a saying. Mm-hmm. Goodbye, God. We're going to Bodie. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't back then, like, being three, like you were ten? I don't know. I guess that's true. You are already probably got a job that you're working for. I was going to say, at least in, one more, in one more year, she's going to the mines. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. What was the quote one more time? Goodbye, God. We're going to Bodie. Goodbye, God. Yeah. Great. I saw something that, like, the newspapers in Bodie changed it to good. By God, we're going to Bodie. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, cool. Awesome. Yeah. See you later. We need more, more people to rob. Yeah, great. More people to kill and steal from. Great. So, as you were saying with the resources earlier. Yeah, that's my main concern. There's not a lot of trees nearby for all the lumber they need. Uh, so, a businessman ended up creating like a lumber mill and all that stuff. Like I think it was like 32 miles away. So, then... You got this rich guy with the lumber mill yeah. and the mine. Yeah. Now he needs a train to get it all there. Yeah, he does. So they get a 32-mile-long railroad. Great. Um, and I don't remember if it was all owned by this guy at the time, but it ends up all being owned by the same guy. The lumber mill, the mine. It's amazing how that works out. Yeah. Uh, they brought in a bunch of inexpensive Chinese labor, um, and you know how oh we are, as a nation, very tolerant. I am familiar with the tolerance of America. Especially in the mid-1800s, the late-1800s. Yeah, probably real accommodating. And when everybody's violent. I don't know how that played out exactly. Mm. Probably not great. No. But we're not getting into a whole lot of that. No, it's definitely not. On the positive side of the spectrum? Probably not. Um, yeah, it just said it enraged local workers. Yeah, so um, imagine the horrifying scenario that America has given to people in this situation. That mm-hmm. you... <sighs> oh, boy. It's a yeah. sea of sin. Sea of sin in the middle of the mountains going for riches or... It's a mountain. In whatever way you can get them. It's a, oh, my God. That's horrifying. I mean, it's, any way you can. it's pretty lawless. Right. It's a sea of sin in the mountains where there is no God. I read that the murders were, at one point, 116 averaged per year. Okay. Um, in this town. And, like... It compared it to 1980s Miami, so okay. I, it seemed like a weird thing, but I don't know. I wasn't alive then. Uh, sure. And it said, like, a, you know, metropolis, basically, Miami, yeah. big city, in 1980 was only 30 on average a year. So, I mean, 10,000 is what? 
half a percent of the population per uh-huh. year is getting just yeah, gunned down not... in the streets. It's just... What the fuck? History is wild, and people are insane. Yeah, so the the real boom basically happened over the course of four years. Okay. Where people were gunning people down in the streets, mining. Uh, it said pretty much everyone had guns on them at all times, but it wasn't... I think we got corrupted a little bit by media with the Westerns where you got your gunslingers uh-huh. and stuff like that. And yes. all the accounts I was reading was like the gunslingers that live gunslingers that lived long enough to see the like fifties and sixties gunslinger movies. Yes. I'm sure there weren't many of them cause I mean, they're gunslingers. Well, and you're probably 80 years old at that point too. Correct. Um, said so that that's not how it was done because you're too, you're too slow to get it out of your, your holster, you just have it in your pocket. You put your hand in your pocket, and boom! Oh, and just tip it, like just shoot through your coat. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, don't give a shit because you're just trying to make it out. Um. Huh. Eventually, there were some churches built. Um, it doesn't really matter. Somebody... <laughs> <laughs> well, because they burned down. Oh, one of them uh... did. There, there'll be a point to me mentioning some of these buildings oh i'm sure but i'm just like the idea that, like we built some churches but who gives a shit it's not gonna help anything yeah so i read very differing accounts of how much money came out of this place like mm-hmm. some of it was room i'll just tell you what the park service of i don't remember if it's a national park now or a state park okay but they claim to estimate the gold that came out of here at one point, it was $400,000 in gold ore uh, per month. Oh, God. While it happened, and estimated to be about 90 to $100 million. And I don't believe that's converted to our current. So currency, that was back but it then? Could be. I'm not sure. I understood. Either way, it's. Either way, it was a shit. It's a significant shit ton of money. Yeah. It's a significant amount of money that was just pulled from the earth. It's yeah. amazing how that works out. Yeah. Look at this. I found money. Yeah, look, this is in the ground. You pay me for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so those first churches burned down in 1882. It wiped out a significant amount of people? buildings and people. Great. Ten years later, same thing happened. Uh, hit the business district and further killed a bunch of people. And Great. got rid of a bunch of buildings. Great. Um. A few years later, though, it became one of the first mining camps to bring electricity in. Oh. And then another fire destroyed it. Nice. Cool. Fire Maybe dependable. Maybe they're related. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. The, Who could have thought? Yeah. I'm sure all the wiring was up to code. That's just strung together. So at this point, it's kind of a ghost town. It's People have left now. It's falling it's off. Not, it's not 10,000 or anywhere near that uh-huh. at any point. Um, the land has been plundered and people are starting to filter away. Yeah. And then Prohibition happens. What a cool idea we had. Man, that was a horrible idea. Isn't that neat? Yeah. Because like, what good can come from that? Everything? Yeah. Unless it was all a conspiracy. Sure. To give the mafia a hold on alcohol. Was it planned? <laughs> 
Anyways, brilliant move by them. If like, I came across that like within this past year, I'm like, oh, well, that. There's no way that temperance. I forget because what do I mean? You get a bunch of dopes to go along with your corporate interests. Sure. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the wives that were getting beat constantly. Oh, no, they were part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. They pushed for it. But why Why did it actually get to succeed? Which? Money. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Oh, what? Uh, the suicide rate was extremely high oh. for females in this oh, town. Oh, God. Um, oh, no. No escape. Yeah, no escape. I mean, The only escape. Um. Let's get a little bit more into lawlessness, because I could not get this into my main things I wanted to talk about. So it's in a different document. So let's go to that one. Okay. Um, so at one point in this town, yes, there was a vigilance group. Oh. Uh, so people were maybe acting as vigilantes. It's kind of unclear to me exactly. But uh, with so many murders going on and right. the juries were just acquitting everybody, basically, because it was like all self-defense, <laughs> like things like that. Yeah. Sure. And then there were certain cases where maybe they got acquitted and it wasn't self-defense or people were like, no, nah, not having it like this guy, you know. Yeah. So at some point there seems to have been a vigilance committee that popped up. Okay. And... Street justice, huh? They would find people... Uh, it only happened a few times, I think. Uh, but you would find somebody lynched. And <sighs> you'd find a piece of paper on them that would just say 601. What? Yeah, I don't know. I. And so then the... Uh, where's the, Where's the line here? So then it, people started thinking there was an organization called 601 because it said 601. Oh, yeah. So they found a vigilante lynching with a body with a note on it. And it, the note said, all others take warning. Let no one cut him down. Bodhi 601. And so some people started thinking that this meant to the bad guys. 601, six feet under, no trial, one rope. Oh my God. And that's what the 601 meant. There's a code? Yeah, I don't, but like, I don't know. I was reading it from a, a, a essay, basically, where he was, a historian was trying to debunk it. And he doesn't debunk it. He just says that there's no evidence of that being what it was. So it's just like, not that, but who knows. But that's what people started saying was 601. What's the zero stand for again? No trial. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It was kind of interesting. Six feet under, no trial. One row. Yeah. Uh, Jeez. Other people were saying it would. it is of our opinion that a little hemp practice would be beneficial in this town to like oh. start hanging people, right? Oh, God. Um. People were dying in the mines all the time, too. Oh, like, course. not just yeah. in the streets. Yeah. Um, there were rumors about people dropping dead from... They were calling it instant pneumonia, but it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, maybe, like, not instant. Maybe, like, prolonged mining exposure. Could be. But they were saying, like, the mines were so hot down because they would go so down low into the <sighs> earth. Shit. And then they'd come back into the cool air. But that doesn't make any sense. 
Um, I mean, it does to a certain degree, but getting, with the temperatures I mean, of the mines, yeah. it doesn't actually make sense. Um, but people are dying in the mines all the time, getting crushed by machines or Great. you know just accidents, cool things like that. Yeah, fun stuff. Uh huh. Just what you want to have happen. Get shot walking down the street, or you go into the mine to try and get rich and just die. That's fine. Yeah. So, do you know? Have you figured out where I'm going with this yet? I mean, not necessarily. You probably I, got a pretty good idea. I mean, I'm just assuming we got some. I mean, I can guess. I'm just assuming we got some perhaps unsettled spirits roaming around. Yeah. Things that some unfinished business, perhaps. Dead souls. Souls would be dead. Dead people's souls tethered to the earth. Mm-hmm. Causing a ruckus. A ruckus, you say. Of some variety. Yeah, so uh, people lived in Bodie until right around World War II. Oh, shit. Uh, and the last mine there was shut down around that time. Okay. Um, the last mine was called the Lucky Boy. So it must have been the last yeah, one like, where hey, people are still like, good. Yeah, so years later... Keep going. Still fine. After the mine got shut down, only six people were left in Bodie. Would you like being one of six people in one town? Five of them leave pretty quick. Why? First of them shot his wife, and after she died, three men killed the murdering husband. Oh my god! Uh Uh-huh. It's like a Quentin Tarantino movie. And then according to legend, the ghost of the murdered man visited the three men and they all would die of strange diseases. And he comes back as a ghost. Yeah. That's a whole movie in like two sentences. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. So, what would that be? 80 years ago, roughly? Ugh. Um, Bodie turned into a ghost town. Bodie is done. It's empty. Yeah. So a few years later, in the 60s, it actually got turned into, I should look it up, state park or a national park. Okay. I forget which one. Yeah. But that's, it's still there. This Bodie Park. California State Park. Um, And it is a western gold mining town. It's down to only about 10% of the buildings that... At its peak. It makes sense. I doubt they were made very sturdy. With all the fires and everything? And everything burning down. <laughs> yeah. So there's about yeah. 200 buildings, I think, still there. That's a lot, though. Yeah. Um, I would think. And there, one of the churches is still there. Cool. Uh, a few different houses are there. Okay. Um, and all sorts of, you know, just structures here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where... After everyone's gone, and it's a ghost town, Mm -hmm. things start to come out with all the death and destruction murder. And Uh you can imagine how many different horrible stories happened here. So many. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, 
there is a curse upon Bodhi. Can't imagine why or how. Supposedly, if you take anything from the town, even as far as a pebble, uh, you will be cursed. Tragedy and bad luck uh, will be on the on whoever takes anything out of here. Don't like that. So, this is a quote from that same guy I read earlier. What was his name again? Uh, Joe Nickel. Okay. Uh, Bodhi's inhabitants were of hardy stock, fiercely possesses of, of what they had built in this barren desert. And it is said that the long dead spirits want to ensure that they left behind remains intact. According to legend, anyone who removes anything large or small from the town is cursed with a string of bad luck, misfortune, and tragedy are heaped upon the victim until the stolen item is returned. Some also claim that the ghosts of Bodhi patrol the crumbling ruins to guard against thieves. This place just seems like even after everything has happened, it's still a bustling little supernatural world. They're trying to protect their shit. Don't take it. Yeah, don't take all the gold that's not here. I mean, they fought and died for all that stuff. Uh-huh. Tooth and nail. A lot of trauma. So, some say that the curse is made up by the park rangers. Because Believe as it them. stands, is is meant to be a ghost town. What do they keep saying? They, they, they kept calling it arrested decay. But they just let it fall apart? They... They, they don't prevent it from getting. They don't improve things, but they kind of just maintain it as it is. Okay. So like, there's. I watch videos of like people going to visit this place and like yeah. walking around, and you literally find like old tins of like coffee and like Jeez. things just like things that people left and have withered away. Oh my god! Like, like purse closing things and stuff like that. Okay. I, and so, but like people don't take it because the, the curse. Yeah, just leave it. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. Um, supposedly, I haven't been there, so I don't know if it's true or not. But there's a logbook of returned items that people have taken okay. and have sent back either in the mail or driven back. And like after they've come into this curse. Um, and then others believe that it's the park rangers who preserve this place in arrested decay, just trying to keep people from slowly dismantling it. I feel like that propaganda is helpful. It might be. I mean, could be, could be both. Would, um, if you were to visit, would you take something? No, why push your luck? (laughs) I like, yeah, I'd like that. I just imagine the person who's just had like a, you know, just, it's been, you know, just, they took like this little, you know, like you said, like maybe a purse strap. And like after like four days, they just can't get an envelope fast enough. It's got to go back. Mm-hmm. Must return back to its home because this fucking sucks. So the guy that ended up owning basically everything was J.S. Kane. Great. Probably a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. His house is haunted, though. <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. If anybody uh, didn't want to give up their shit. Well, 
It's not haunted by him. What? Supposedly, people that visit uh-huh. have uh, seen the ghost of a Chinese maid. What did they do to her? I don't that's, know. That's not good. Uh, multiple people have said that they they see a heavy set Chinese woman sitting on them. Oh. Or are they adults sleeping in the house? Said that. I also don't know who's sleeping in this house, though. That's my next question. Like, so your people are able to stay here? I don't know. I maybe ghost hunting okay. shows or something. Okay. But uh, families of park rangers. Oh, that's what it is. Maybe that's what the one house where the park rangers stay. Okay, that could be. Um, they use it as a base. It could be. Because I don't know how remote this place is. No. And I mean, if it's a big rich person's house from back then, it might be sturdy enough to save it. Yeah. It's the one they maybe work out of or something. Yeah. Um, oh, shit. I lost my spot. Uh, yeah. So, somebody's got to be staying in it because the... Article also goes on to state that uh, one woman fought so hard against the woman on her, mm-hmm. like suffocating her, that she threw herself onto the floor. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean that sounds a little sleep paralysis. It sounds me. very much so. Like somebody may in this room may have done that. It sounds very similar <laughs> to something someone in this room may have experienced. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Slam. Oh. But. What the hell? But it also, you know, I mean, it's still a bad time. It's not going to make you not think it's haunted. I mean, right. And, like, they had this specific visual of, you know... So, a little different than your normal... Heavy-set Chinese woman. That's what it says. Sitting on your chest. Yep. Um, They also report to see doors swinging open and close on their own. Things along those lines. Uh-huh. Uh another I'm guessing it's a notable house. Again, I've never been there. Sure. Um one is called the Gregory House. Okay. Said to be haunted by an old woman. She's often seen sitting in her rocking chair mm-hmm. and knitting. Cute. Otherwise the rocking chair just seems to move on its own. Not good. Mm-hmm. Don't like that part. So Typical, not typical, but other typical hauntings. Ghost stuff. shit, yeah. Yeah. There's another house called the Mendocini House. Interesting. Uh, said to be host to several ghosts. Oh, I also forgot to mention, at the J.S. Kane House, uh, the ghost seems to be very fond of children. Playful with them. Okay. Uh, not a big fan of adults. This is the, uh, the That's heavy the set. same one with the heavy set. Is it a different ghost or is it the same ghost? Don't know. Not sure. Because if it's a maid or a nanny, could be caring for kids. No, that's a good point. Still, you know. Or... Again, it was probably the rich guy. He's probably hired somebody to do that. Yeah, he, doesn't, stuff. he doesn't care. I mean, I'm just guessing. But... Right. Based on just, you know, things people with a lot of money would do. Mm-hmm. Too busy. Pay this woman to watch your children take care of your house. Yeah. And you just rake in the gold that you're siphoning from the community. Yeah. I mean, 
he literally owned everything to make money there. Right. He eventually owned the bank, too. It's healthy to do that. Yeah, right. Like, when you do that, was he a king? He's the king of his town? I mean, if it was a feudal society, yeah. Town king? Yeah. Yeah, this is where he... Everything goes through him. That's me. I'm a lord. I'm the Bodhi lord. Great. Um, back to the Mendocini house, though. Yes. Said to be a, a host to multiple ghosts. Ghost hosts. The ghost host with the most of Just. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Uh, so... Rangers tend to report that they smell Italian cooking coming from this house. I wish more ghosts gave off that aroma. Yeah. The unfortunate thing is, like, I, I couldn't find anything about multiple ghosts being in this house. Really. But that was, like, the most often said thing. Co- Italian cooking? It, it just smells of cooking and aroma of, like, cooking. Somebody's making something. Uh but then there's like, I guess this is where it comes in, is there's also sounds of what sounds like a party happening sometimes. Sure, yeah. Or like children running around laughing. Okay. Um, yeah. Another house, uh, a woman is seen peering from an upstairs window. Cool. Other things are like walking down the streets. You hear random noises that don't, makes sense like it sounds like music coming from a certain part of the area okay or maybe even a gunshot ring out don't like any of this um yeah and you know all sorts of stuff then there is uh the Bodhi cemetery i guess there's a cemetery still there makes, makes sense. sense with how many people died correct yeah it's pretty busy Supposedly, there's a um, headstone um, for a girl that died at three, and I don't know how this happens, but who knows? She was apparently accidentally hit in the head by a pick. Oh. Right. Drunk, stumbling around the street. Sure. She fell into a mine. She'd been working all day. Got stabbed. So. She was on the job and got hurt. <laughs> I don't know. Like, <sighs> But either way, um, a visitor to the park said that when they were near the Angel of Bodhi headstone, yes. um, his daughter all of a sudden started seeming to play and... With an invisible entity, like laughing and running around, Great. pointing and uh-huh. things like that. Cool. Hanging out with kids, hanging out with ghost kids. Mm-hmm. Who got impaled by picks in the head. Yeah, right. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, Bodie is a national park now. I already said that. That's um, still true. There's also a few accounts from... What is the website? I need to give you the website. There's also a few accounts on a Legends of America article about um, 
Bodhi. Okay. Where it goes into some people that have taken things from the town. Oh, God. Okay. These, these jerks. So I'm just going to read you these as the website says. Okay. My name is Valerie. I'm located in Long Beach, California, and I visited Bodie the summer of 2001. The town was one of the most memorable landscapes I have ever laid my eyes upon. Near the standard mill, there was a shack. That's the main gold mill. Okay. There was a shack with a really old washer and these feminine items surrounding it. When I peeped through the window, I banged my head on a nail. Mm. So at the time, I thought, hmm. You just said, hmm, so... It was interesting it, to me. This was they said him too? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the quote. <laughs> How nice. Would love to have a souvenir. Or would be to have a souvenir. They took the nail? I then put the nail in my pocket and I went on with the tour. Oh my God. <laughs> of all the things to take. Bam. I've never stuck myself with a nail. I'm like, I should have that. That seems like a good souvenir. This will do. Uh, I looked at your website and noticed your legend section as well. I believe I'm cursed. The problem is I really wouldn't mind going the distance to place the nail back. I remember feeling bad about taking it more than a few times, but that was over five years ago. And through all my moving around and college transfers, I simply lost the nail. No, you can't lose the nail. You're fucked. So I was just wondering what you think I should do. (laughs) Kill yourself. There's no hope. Yeah. Um, (laughs) <laughs> oh no so you needed it so bad that you fucking lost it yeah, yeah so that one that's all she says though like kind of a cliffhanger like, she i think i cursed what should i do she died <laughs> something happened to her where she died maybe ouch this nail hurts i should keep it i'll be fine what curse oh i moved i lost it my life's getting worse how do I stop this? I gotta get this nail back. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Can I just like put a nail back that like I just have and like will I mean, the place know? Maybe a better nail. Yeah, I'll just replace. I, it's a trade. Yeah, it's just, I was helping. Yep. Um, the article goes on to say that. Um, I'm going to go back into reading straight from the article here. Mm -hmm. Uh, Carissa Gardner of Nevada wrote us in August 2013. She writes, On August 5th, my family and I visited Bodie. I had always wanted to see it. I pleaded with my hubby who likes old stuff. Please do not take anything. Well, what did hubby do? Just in case that Bodie curse was real, I did not want to put myself in that position or allow anything like that in my home. That's basically what I said. Yeah. You did good. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to live dangerously. I mean, I was gonna, you, man. I was going to take a nail. You hit na- those brothels. Take all the nails. <laughs> I was going to take a nail from the brothel. This is my sex nail. What are you talking about? It's my nail and nail. Yeah, my... Oh, fuck. There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. We went to Bodie. It was wonderful to see, and we had a great time. Spent four hours there, ate lunch, and had no, fun. Nobody took anything. No commas. When we arrived home, my husband had a purple piece of glass. Oh, my God. A blue and green and a few other glass pieces. Oh, my God. He's picking up glass. Who are these maniacs? How did she not see him doing this? I was like, why did you do that? I was mad, but just let it go because I am not that superstitious. He died two days later. The next day, August 6th, my back started hurting me very bad. I went to the doctor, and he said I had a disc slightly out of line. 
prescribe me Valium so I would have a good sleep so that he could give me an adjustment the next day. Took the Valium that night, never had taken it before, and I was restless, did not sleep all night, woke up with a pounding headache. My eyes hurt so bad, my back was even worse. Oh, my God. I asked my hubby to stay home from work and take me to the hospital where they gave me a shot of Demerol for the pain. That won't help. In my butt and told me I had a real bad sinus infection. After the ER, I went to the doctor. It's just driving me nuts. There's no punctuation. I understand. (laughs) I understand. Uh, I went to the doctor for my back adjustment. He told me the Valium. He told me one in 2,000 people have the opposite reaction to what Valium is supposed to do and that he will note it in my chart, no Valium. He decided not to mess with my back because I was in so much pain. I was wearing sunglasses inside because my eyes hurt so bad. Oh, my God. So the rest of the day, August 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, I was in bed sick and sore. On August 10th, we went to Reno Aces game in Reno, Nevada with our kids. We stayed half the game because it was very hot. So we went home early to go swimming when we got we were when we got there, we were getting our suits on and while doing this, my 6-year-old son grabbed my oldest son's EpiPen. While playing with it, he accidentally shot it through his finger, right through one end to the other. Oh, so no. he headed to the hospital again. Oh, no. My son was okay, but if the EpiPen had not gone all the way through, he would have lost his finger. Okay. The next two days oh, no. were okay, just cleaning and preparing for my best friend to come visit in preparation to make a baby shower cake for another friend. I told my husband to see you. should not have taken that glass. I was going to take it back on August 6th, but got sick. Then I was going to send it back on the way to the pool on the 10th but just could not get to the post office. Well, the bad luck did not end on August 14th. My back was still pretty painful, but oh I went about cleaning and getting stuff ready for my friend's visit. Oh, my God. Everything was normal. We cleaned, did yard work. Then my daughter stepped on a red ant. Oh, my God. No big deal. I don't know why that's even mentioned then. Went on with our day. And that evening, my kids were in the backyard playing and climbing the tree when my daughter comes running in, screaming that she hurt her arm. I asked what happened. She said she was climbing the tree and fell right down. I knew she broke her arm, rushed her to the yard. They did not think she broke it, just bruised. But I already knew knew after the week we had, it was busted. They took x-rays and the... No, I'm just saying, this everything's fucking sucked. It's broken. I don't care what the doctor says. They took x-rays, and the doc comes back and says, well, you actually did break it. So she is currently in a sling for five more weeks. Oh, my God. uh, With broken, fractured humerus. That was it for me. The next morning, I got that glass picked up with a paper towel. Did not want to touch it. Stuck it in an envelope. Called Bodie, got the address, and as soon as the post office opened, took it down, sent it back. That was on August 15th. Things were a little cruddy on the 16th. My anxiety was high. Finished getting stuff ready for my friend. She came out. We went out, came home, and worked on the baby shower cake. We had problem after problem with that cake, and we were up till 3.30 a.m. Oh, my God. I believe that was the last residual of our curse. Everything has been fine since. So, like, why was it just, like... The husband is just living a normal life as he took yeah, these pieces the and she gets She's tortured. Like, oh, that sucks. You know, yeah, I'll drive you to the hospital. Okay. Right. Kid broke her arm. Yeah, I'll take you. Yeah. And he's just watching TV, reading a book. Yeah. 
Um, we gotta send these pieces of glass back. All right, fine. I guess. One more. Somebody taking stuff. Yes. Um, I now believe in the Bodhi curse. I actually didn't know there was a curse. Just read signs asking not to take anything away from Bodhi. So I ignored them and <laughs> took stuff. <laughs> My husband and I found a couple old-fashioned square nails, broken pieces of colored glass, well, and some pieces things? of old dishware. I also took home a piece of linoleum from the one house that is open to the public. It yep. wasn't long after our October 21st visit that the bad luck started. I wrenched my knee just getting up from a sitting position. My knee was so slow, I had to ride in an ambulance to emergency. Oh, my God. The doctor extracted 37 cc's of blood, and now I have to undergo tests. A few days ago, I broke a tooth, and then yesterday, I broke my entire bridge work. The dentist told me no one ever breaks the metal base of the bridge. I watched the Weather Channel's program about the Bodhi curse, and the Bo- the Weather Channel also did a bit on the previous quote. Okay. Which is probably what she saw. Sure. And that's when she realized the curse was, that's what was happening. I have already packaged the pieces from Bodhi, and we'll mail them to the Rangers tonight. Got one last one, and this one is something. All right, well, at least two people found their stuff. They mailed it back. One person lost a nail. She died. Yeah. And then we have this. Yeah. Around 12 years ago, my husband and brother-in-law were visiting Bodie. My husband had been there many times and knew not to take anything. A couple of years later, we were visiting my brother-in-law back in Indiana, and he presented my husband with a perfect small brown bottle, perhaps a medicine bottle. My brother-in-law said he had taken it from Bodie when they had visited of course, we were not happy about it. We took it back to California, and my re- husband returned it the next time we visited Bodie. Was it cursed? Well, when we visited my brother-in-law, he had developed a blood disorder, and he passed away a few years later. Oh, my God! No! That one doesn't seem that related. Um, yeah. But maybe. A curse is a curse, man. A curse is a curse, man. I took this bottle... Five years later, however long, I got a blood disease and I died. Yeah. Curse. It even went back. Maybe it never made it back. Yeah, so that's... I tried to find more on the ghosts because everybody says there's ghosts, like, everywhere. Sure. And, you know, Reddit's typically good for that, so I was doing Reddit searches. Yeah. Bodie ghosts. Yes. Not a lot. All I kept finding was abandoned, like, r slash abandoned porn. Does it look cool? It looks cool. It's, it looks like a fun park to visit. Nice. Like you just, it looks like an open, just an mine, open town, town that yeah. you just like walk around. Like, can you go in some of the buildings or no? No, they because it looks like they have it so you can look in some of the buildings where they got like wire mesh. Okay. Over the windows and doors, gotcha. so you can look in. But there's like a whole, like a general goods store, which is just left in time, basically. Oh wow! And it looks cool. That would be neat. Yeah. So that's why it does look pretty cool, like to see like a ghost town that's basically been preserved. It became a national park in I think nineteen sixty two. Okay. And so it was abandoned for about twenty years, maybe at that point. Um but for the most part it just stood still just in sad. time. And now the park service just keeps it that way. Okay. So it is pretty cool. And I never got a chance to like do like did ghost adventures or any of those shows yeah. go there because maybe they did and I just didn't have time to maybe. get through all this and yeah. check them out. 
but that could be cool to look into. Because, uh, yeah, that's. I feel like I say it every time we talk about a haunted place where it's one of the most haunted places. But li- literally this time, getting ready for Halloween, I was like, what is the most haunted place in the U.S.? And this one popped up on the first list I've read. So Nice. I was like, never heard of it. Let's nope. look into it. Seems awesome. Seems pretty cool. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan. Lawless place. I mean, if if you go by all the uh, the typical haunting stuff, it's got to be haunted. You yeah, know? like the amount of deaths that happened here just nonstop. The energy, right? The recipe for ghosts. It just seems like a place that was always on the edge mm-hmm. and just high strung. Nobody was nobody was living a life here. They were all. Get in, get out, grab just, what you can. Yeah, ransacking the place yeah. in any way. In whatever way, yeah. Like, yeah. Whether you're down in the mines, whether you're gunslinging, whether you're robbing. Like, whether you're making a monopoly of your kingdom town. Yep. Get as much as you can and let's get out. Yep. Win. Yeah, that's Win the, at uh, the money things. The ghost town of Bodie. Well, that's a cool story. I'm a huge fan. Because mm-hmm. that's one thing about like when people say like, Ghosts are all over this place, but like sometimes that can be this. Like, no, there's just ghosts everywhere. Yeah, I mean, moving shit. Either way, it is a ghost doing town. shit, and there's nobody there, so it is technically a ghost town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And the curses, shit. Oh, I mean, I I glanced over too many of the like, the mining deaths because I didn't want to just be like, we're not a history murder. No, this person died, died in right. history podcast. Right. You got to get to the spooky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like people are like falling down. Well, like mine shafts, like 450 feet. They're just gone. Workplace accident. The person's yeah. nowhere. Yeah. Or get, just get fucking bulldozered by a oh, runaway God. mine cart. It's like, oh, well, he's done. Mm, that, that doesn't look good. There goes Daryl. Yeah. Shit. But yeah. Ghosts. Yeah. In a ghost town. Ghosts in a ghost town. Mm-hmm. That's a good title. It's a good t-shirt. Not bad. Doable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bodie. Yeah. It's intense. Mm-hmm. I'd I mean, like to go check it out. I would love to, yeah. Our our hypothetical map of where we would like to travel is very large now. Yes. Yes, it is. It, uh... Because basically, no matter where you go, like if you just decide to do like this, just do a loop around America, which again, very huge, lots of space. Yep. There's going to be haunted shit everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. And this definitely takes the, uh, qualifies as a place that needs to be gone to. It takes a cake. Yep. It's up there. And it's a park, so, I mean. Hey, just show up. You can get there. You can go there. Easy. You don't have to be a show with regular permissions or irregular permissions to get yeah. in to park. Go check it out. Let's go for it. Go for a walk. Yeah. Walk with the ghosts. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you've been to Bodie. Yeah. Could please Somebody let us know. there's got to have been to Bodie. Oh, yeah. Any pictures you took, those would be cool to see. Mm-hmm. All those things. Uh, Weird and Feared Podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on the social medias. Mm-hmm. Instagram specifically. And support us on... Um, Patreon, where we have bonus episodes for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patreon.com slash Word and Feared. And just leave a review wherever you're able to do such a thing. Yeah. It helps this 
beautiful, spooky project out. And appreciate all the people that have left reviews. So yeah, very much. You. Yeah, good shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you all. Yeah. This is the month for spooky shit. Yep. All right, guys. Enjoy your October. Stay spooky. Yeah, stay spooky.